What the hell is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number 81 of Cookies and Beer. What is up, everybody? Cracking a beer. Nice American Coors Light. Save the bottle cap. That way tomorrow, I know how many beers I've had. Turn my phone off, because someone's already texting me. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode number 81 of Cookies and Beer. Today is Saturday, the uh, October 17th. We're already fucking, already halfway through the month. Almost, almost pretty much done with the year. I know we have a couple more months, but as we all know, once Halloween gets here... You blink and it's fucking St. Patty's Day. Oh, man. Happy week, uh, week 30 of, uh... Coronavirus! The old coronavirus here. Hope everybody's safe and sound and whatever. Alive. But, uh, I got high as fuck the other night. And decided that I needed to buy a filing cabinet. Uh, I'm almost 31 now. I'm a grown up. Some would say I'm halfway through. And I gotta properly, you know, file all my important shit. I don't really know what important shit I have. As a single dude, the only thing I really have to file is my fucking taxes every year. That's about it. It's just gonna be a fucking just gonna be a filing cabinet full of my taxes. I don't have any important documents. I mean, I got like obviously you you know you got your social security card and you got your fucking birth certificate, maybe a pink slip to your car, whatever. But let's be real, all that shit's probably already on the internet anyway, so it doesn't really matter what I have in here physically. We're in a fucking digital world, baby. And everything's already pretty much out there, so I'm really just buying it so I can not have to look at my mail. I can just lock that fucker up and just melt the key, and that's now Fort Knox. I'm now never getting into this motherfucker, so I don't have to look at my bills. Um, but, I, yeah, I ended up spending, like, way too much time on Amazon, by the way. <laughs> I think I spent, like, 45 minutes just looking at filing cabinets. Um, they're all the same, really. I mean, some roll, uh, some don't, and, uh, some have three drawers, and some only have one. That's basically, it's basically all your options. So, I find one, boom, add it to the cart, and then, as we all know, Amazon does that sneaky, that sneaky shit at the end where when you add something to your cart, they ask you if you want to add anything else to your cart. And usually, like, because they give you like 10 or 12 options or whatever, depending on like what you're buying. But all of those options are somehow related to what you just added in the cart. So I just had a filing cabinet in there. And um, it's basically, um, I just told you this fucking had a stroke. What was I talking about? Filing cabinets. Jesus, that was weird. I had a stroke. Uh, I went to go out, fucking get a filing cabinet, added, 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 added it to it, added it to it. 
That doesn't make any fucking sense. I added it to it. Today, Junior! Junior? I added it to my cart and asked me if I wanted uh, those manila files. Because I just realized, hey, I just bought a filing cabinet and I don't even have files. I don't know what I thought was going to happen. I was just going to get it and just, I don't know, just start throwing, just stack all my shit inside of it. It's just a drawer at that point. It's not even, I'm not filing anything. It's just a cabinet. Take the file out. That's basically all that is. Um, so I ended up getting, uh, I couldn't find anything under a hundred pack, which I don't even know if this drawer can hold a hundred files, but we're going to find out. We're going to find out. I bought it tonight because I'm recording on Friday, the day before bought it like fucking a few hours ago and I think it'll be here Monday. I don't, I don't really quite get how that works. I don't know if there's just a filing cabinet store just right around the corner that just sells filing cabinets. Or any of that shit. I don't think any of us really know how Amazon works. I think there's like 5% of us that actually know how it works. We all know like, like that they grab it from a warehouse. That's like, you know, local or close by. But I want to get... There's got to be a documentary about how how Amazon works. There's got to be. Let's see. How does Amazon work documentary? I guarantee there's something on YouTube. Oh, right here. An inside look at what it is. Oh, these are all about Amazon employee, uh, Amazon employees speaking out about being disposable. Oh wow, this got dark. I just wanted to see how they how they cut deals with certain fucking places for warehouses. Now I'm going through a whole thing. I guess there's a uh, documentary out there called Amazon Was a Prison. Back in 2014, so that got that got dark. Um, anyway, switching gears. But I got the fucking files or whatever. We'll see if they fit. Um, I also never realized that it. So Manila folders came. They come from trees that are in the Philippines. Don't know why. I just learned that at 30, almost 31 years old. Makes total sense because hey, Manila <laughs> is in the Philippines. And don't act like you when you didn't call it a vanilla envelope when you were a kid or until you were 12. Not me, I'm just saying. But yeah, it comes from a certain tree that's, I guess, only found in the Philippines. So we just go to the Philippines and just fucking chop down trees. That way my stupid ass can file my goddamn Allstate bill for no reason. I should probably should just throw them all out. Once you pay them, hey, why you gotta hold on to them? I don't know. Maybe this is early signs of me being a hoarder, and I'm just not. I'm not. I'm just not sure of it. I just hate throwing shit away that you know, I might need. Every couple of years, I'll start throwing shit out. It's not like I keep them for thirty years. No one needs to see my Spectrum bill from two thousand and one, because that does nobody any good. Um, what else happened this week? Uh, I guess Sony announced that they're gonna be now recording. Uh, our PlayStation party chats, I guess. I haven't really, like, looked into it too hard. I don't know if they automatically get recorded and, like, sent to PlayStation or if they're recorded and somebody in your party chat has to send it to Sony in case someone, you know, gets offended because someone told them to go fuck themselves or whatever obscene shit that we all see in, you know, a Call of Duty lobby chat. 
Dude, if you think shit is going right in the world, get yourself an Xbox or a PlayStation or just Google. I'm sure there's compilation videos out there of like Halo and Call of Duty game chats in like the pre-lobby. And people are just, you'll just see the most like racist, like terror. Like you'll, you'll, you'll see like eight year olds on there just telling people to go fuck their mom. You're like, Jesus Christ, buddy. Like you barely just learned how to talk like fucking five years ago, six years ago. Hey, you could barely speak. And now you're telling me to go fuck my mom just because I, you know, hit you with the, what was that shit on Halo called? The light sword, the, the energy sword. We're going to go with energy sword. I'm not even going to Google it. I'm that fucking confident. So, yeah, I don't quite get how it works. I don't know what that's all about. I don't know. I don't. I'm not a political dude or keep up on that shit. I'm in the technology. But when it comes to like this kind of shit, I just goes too deep. And then next thing you know, I'm five hours on on YouTube watching conspiracy theory videos about, you know, how Sony works for fucking China or the government or some shit. <laughs> All these PlayStations and shit are just plants. Like, I just have... They're just constantly monitoring our shit. Like, Black Mirror. Uh, which is probably true. But I choose not to look it up because I'm too fucking scared. Um... So I don't really quite know what, like, triggered all of this shit with PlayStation. I don't think Microsoft is doing it for Xbox, although I'm sure, you know, when one big tech company does something, usually other ones follow. So I would guess that Microsoft is probably going to do something, and then that means Discord's going to probably do something, and then we're just going to have to start calling each other and have, you know, whoever who's listening to our calls, it'll be their problem then, you know? Fuck all the game chat bullshit. I'll just FaceTime all, all my buddies while I'm heading into the gulag. Um, but I also don't, I, I also don't, because I think their reasoning for doing this is like they they said, uh, like they want to make it a safer platform for all. Um, and I say, fuck that shit, bro. If somebody kills me on Warzone and I do tell them to go fuck their mom, I'm sorry, that's not, that's not too much, okay? If that's too much for kids, I get it. But hey, maybe they shouldn't be playing violent video games. You know, I grew up playing Grand Theft Auto. I probably came out like shit, but I like to think I got my shit together. But I'm not out here, you know, fucking being a complete cunt to eight-year-old kids making them cry. I'm usually just chatting with my cousin, my uncle, and some buddies, and we're usually just blacked out drunk, and we're talking about, you know, old fucking John Carpenter movies or whatever. But I really hope they don't do it. I think it's all coming out because I think they're going to do something bigger on PS5. They're going to, this is like how they're slowly introducing us into being okay with them, like re recording our shit. Then like when the PS5 comes out, you're going to be unboxing it. It's going to be a little, a little like, you know, eighth of an inch in diameter, like pinhole in the front of the, of the PlayStation. And it's not going to be labeled in the spec sheet. And you're going to be like, Hey, what's that little spec for? And they're just going to be like, Oh, it's part of the art design. It's going to be a fucking camera that you can't turn off, even if you unplug your PlayStation. It's like, it's like fucking Toy Story. It's always, it's, it, it's always aware of what's going on. It does not give a shit. But yeah, I think it's a bitch move by Sony. But uh, hey, if someone hooked me up with a pre-order for PS5, that would be great, because um, I was going to buy a gaming PC, but those are like fucking 1500 bucks. 
Um, and I don't have that. I can't even afford a fucking PS5, but, you know, I'm just going to go more in debt like everybody else in the world. And uh, I don't know. Hope I die before I can pay it off because, you know, ain't my problem after that. Um, what else did I watch? Oh, fucking, uh, what's that documentary I watched on Netflix? The guy that, um, I don't really know how to explain it without spoiling it. Um, it's about the wife and the two kids, the two daughters that like went missing in quotes. I just watched it like three, like three nights ago and I already fucking don't remember the name. Netflix. Actually, I just watched it. So I'm just. Go to my Netflix queue. That's a good idea, Andrew. Sign in. What's my fucking password? This is like, this is everybody's inner monologue whenever they go to Netflix. Like, what is my fucking, what's my fucking password? All right, log in. Uh, I just watched it. Uh, is it not on Netflix? Did get taken off? Wow. I watched it last night. Maybe it's not on Netflix. It's about the dad and the, the husband, the wife in Denver with the two daughters. If you know it and you're listening to this, you're probably just screaming at your fucking radio or your phone. You're like, it's this one, you fucking foreskin. Foreskin, what's that? I think it's called like murder. I'll just type in murder. On the queue. American Murder. The Family Next Door. So, I watched that the other night. Uh, I'm going to spoil it. So, if you haven't seen it and you want to watch it, skip ahead a couple minutes. Don't say I didn't warn you. Um, the husband did it. And it, I think it was very obvious because it happened like two years ago, right? And I'm pretty sure I remember this shit going down. It's like out in Denver. Um, California. Beautiful. Uh, it was like, yeah, pretty sure it was out in Denver or, I don't know, it was somewhere in fucking bumfuck Egypt, but it, um, it's about this, it basically starts off with this mom or this wife who, um, puts everything on Facebook, everything, like, just, just, just took a shit, here you go, here, here it is, and all of that, and, you know, like most fucking people do. Like, here's my salad that I ate that I'm going to forget about in 45 minutes, but I want to make sure everyone knows that I'm doing well in life so I can have a fresh fucking salad. And I'm, you know, I'm dead and boring inside, so I'm just going to post, you know, unrelated material that has to do with anything else. And then it kind of pans forward or goes forward and um, flashes forward. That's the word I was thinking of. And the friend drops her off because they were at like a work meeting or whatever. And and then um, the friend gets really worried because she hasn't talked to her all day, like that entire next day. Dad's at work. Uh, kids, I guess, everyone thinks they're at school. And the friend gets really freaked out. It opens up with like this series of text messages, blah, 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 saying like, where the fuck are you, blah, blah, blah. They end up calling the cops. The father or the husband comes home and I don't know about you. I mean, I'm sure people react different to different things. But if I was married or if it was like my mom or my dad or my sister or like anyone that's really close to me and I couldn't like if I'm getting a call from the cops and they're like, hey, we can't find blank. Like 
I'm not going to be as calm, cool, collected as this fucking guy was. Because he just, like, rolls up, shakes the cop's hand as if they're about to do a goddamn, you know, drug deal. And he's like, hi, this is my name. What's going on? Blah, 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 blah. Suck my dick. All this stuff. He's, like, super calm, cool, collected. Obviously, we all know that he did it uh, just because of the way that it was kind of shot and the way he was acting. Flash forward, he ends up getting a polygraph test. Uh, the um, And the best part of the movie is when he's getting the polygraph test, uh, he's with this lady, and you can tell this is not her, like, first, her, her, you know, her first rodeo. Like, she's seen a million of these fuckers, and she knows body language. She knows, you know, what, ex- she knows she, she's basically, like, she already has her, her mind made up before you even get, you know, hooked up to the goddamn machine. So, you, they start talking and blah, 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 you know, this is how the polygraph works. You put it on your fingers, not up your asshole, you know, all, all of that, all that good shit. And... Um, basically they, you know, he's, he's like, you know, insanely nervous, blah, blah, blah. She, you know, kind of tells him like, don't worry about it. You know, this happens, but you know, the machine's good enough to where it kind of takes emotion out of it, which I don't believe at all. I think that's just a, a mental tactic. Like, I don't, I don't see how that could be a thing, but anyways, moving forward, long story, even fucking longer. Um, they get down with the polygraph. She basically tells him that he quit or that he failed. Uh, she knows she like knew it from the very beginning and she's like, she basically treats him like a child and which is hilarious because that just further proves like when we're really freaked the fuck out and when, when we do terrible shit, we, re- we kind of resort back to like our childish things where we kind of just curl up. He asked to talk to his dad. He's like, can I see my daddy or whatever the fuck? And then his dad comes in, and this guy just admits to his dad that he killed his wife and his two daughters as if he's not strapped into a fucking police station, heavily monitored, on camera. Or, like, his dad isn't going to rat him out, you know? Like, I swear to God, dude, if I if I was to ever do anything terrible and I tell my dad that I did it and, like, I was in, the, in, that, in that position, I would fucking... I, I I would I would be more upset at my dad if he didn't tell the cops because I don't know how anyone could live like that. Like I know some people would be like, oh well, yeah, but you know his fucking dad's a rat or whatever. First of all, fuck all that. If if fucking someone's killing motherfuckers like in in the family, and I you know I just found out that I raised you know a complete psychopath. Like I'm getting that motherfucker locked up. Like I don't give a shit. Um, I also think that it's weird that. He, uh, his dad, his dad, and this, it, this isn't funny at all. I don't know why I'm laughing. Maybe I am fucking crazy. But I do think that it's kind of odd that when he tells his dad that he ended up killing his wife and his two daughters and how he did it. And like, you know, I'm not going to get into how the, how they did it. Cause I don't want to get, I don't want to bum everybody out 18 minutes into this podcast. But, uh, he goes into heavy detail on how he did it. And like, what were the last things that, you know, they said to him and it's, it, it, it gets bad. But anyways, uh, it just reminded me of kind of that scene from Blow where Johnny Depp, I don't know if he like gets out of bail or he breaks out of the, um, I've seen, I just watched it like two weeks ago. It's the last time I talked about it. Um, but basically he ends up heading home, talking to his dad and which is Ray Liotta, I think. Yes. And then all of a sudden the cops show up and his mom basically calls the cops and she quote unquote rats him out. He ends up going back to jail. felt like it was like that. Um, not as dramatic, but it was just, it was just crazy, uh, to watch somebody just go through the motions and being like, no, I didn't kill my wife and daughters. And then 
30 minutes later, he's like, yeah, I fucking did it. I did this. And this is how I did it. And he's just like chilling. And of course, like he's fucking some, you know, you know, hot, hot, like hippie ish, like yoga bitch or whatever, like super attractive. Like the, 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 the husband was like fat and then he got super jacked like a year or two into the, in, into his marriage and like his wife didn't. And so like the, the lady kind of pretty much already called that out. She was like, oh yeah, uh, you got pretty jacked. Like, is that heavily influenced by, you know, a mistress or anything like that? Like straight up pulled like fucking textbook, like law and order shit. I was fucking super surprised because my mind didn't even go there. Fucking, oh no, it was the, it was the, it was the detective before that. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Uh, if you haven't seen it, uh, there's really no need to see it now because I just told you exactly what's going on. But I would definitely check it out. It's on Netflix, American Murder or American Murderer or something like that. Great shit. Uh, not great shit. It's a great. It's a well done documentary. It's a terrible, terrible film. It's uh, it's fucking extremely depressing. But uh, that's what we're into nowadays. So that's what everyone. <laughs> that's what everybody's watching. Um, I also watched. For the first time in probably 25 years, I watched James and the Giant Peach as an adult. And holy moly, what kind of mescaline were those fuckers smoking? Holy shit. You don't smoke mescaline, you eat mescaline. How do you do mescaline? How to do mescaline? I'm definitely on some list now. Do you eat it? Because it's cacti. Cactus. I think you eat it. How do you do mescaline? Uh, I don't want to know what it does. Side effects. Wow, I am scrolling. There are so many side effects from doing mescaline. Anxiety, racing heart attack, dizziness, weakness, diarrhea, excessive sweating, tremors, nausea, vomiting, headache, accidental injury, psychosis, manic, Armenia, panic, paranoia, seizures, amnesia. And in case you forgot what amnesia is, it means loss of memory. But don't post hallucinogenic perceptual disorder, flashbacks, suicidal thoughts. Yeah, fuck doing mescaline, dude. That sounds terrible. That sounds awful. I did mushrooms once. And I wanted to just rip my face off. But I don't even know how you do it. Oh, yeah, oral capsules or smoked with marijuana and tobacco. Wow. That's like a spliff with mescaline. Holy fuck. It's a good way to, st it's a good way to start your Thursday. Anyways, they were, they were on all fucking kinds of shit. I mean, they, between the ants, uh, Ant Sponge and Ant Spiker, those crazy whores, uh, just super mean to this kid. Uh, plus, I don't know if this was like intentional, like a, like a, um, like a meta type thing to do, but like all the backdrops on these scenes for these, uh, on this movie look like they were made out of a, you know, school musical, you know, I, uh, it looked, it just looked terrible. This kid decides to bite out of a fucking gigantic peach, starts feeling funny, crawls into this fucker. It rolls down the hill cause it's at his aunt's, uh, house on, on the, on the, uh, porch Rolls into the ocean. Somehow they live right next to the ocean, like on a cliff. I don't know how they get there. I don't know if there's a grocery store nearby or if they go hunt 
or what they do, but didn't really fucking think about that. Um, and then sails across the world inside of a fucking peach. And then when he's inside the peach, because he's all, you know, high out of his mind, like fear and loathing in Las Vegas, starts seeing and talking to these like critters, like the um, the spider, who's like kind of a sexy whore, but she's also like a mom figure, like a like a a stepmom, like a like a fucking porn stepmom. Like I don't when I was a kid, she 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 I don't know if I'm a psycho or what, but she was fucking dope. Like as as a as a five year old, the first time I ever like got into like chicks or whatever, I was like, oh whoever who does the voice of that of that spider? Voice of Spider and James and the Giant Peach. Watch it's like fucking Betty White. Oh, it's Susan Sarandon? Fuck you. Holy fuck, who else is in this movie? Watch it's like Terry Crews or fucking. Uh, let's see. Wow, I really don't know anybody else. Richard Dreyfus. That's right. That's right. Susan Sarandon. Yeah, Susan Sarandon. Apparently, I have a thing for Susan Sarandon in 1996. Because when she played that spider, she made me want to fuck that spider. And I fucking hate spiders, so she deserves the Oscar right there. Um, but yeah, I was watching this fucking thing, and I was like, dude, no wonder kids in my generation grew, like, grew up to like fuck with cats and shit online. Like, become, you know, killers and completely just like ridden with anxiety and depression and wanting to just go out and do drugs and shit. Cause like now I feel like they course corrected and like they had, they had like Mickey and Goofy and all that shit. And then they had like James and the Giant Peach and Matilda and like all these characters that had like really shitty, um, like antagonists or whatever, like just scared the fuck out of you, like completely. And then they course correct and they go to like, Wreck It Ralph, where like even like the like the the dick of of the entire thing is Ralph for the well, it in a sense, but like there's nothing scary in those in those fucking movies anymore. Like with James and the Giant Peach, like I totally see why I have you know fucking night terrors and shit. Like it's it's complete it's it's completely insane. I think we were a trial run. The uh, '90s kids were a a trial run of some sorts just to see how far these writers could push or some shit. And like, oh boy, like this kid, they actually are turning into Sid from Toy Story. Like they're blowing up action figures and they're ordering rockets online and they're doing all kinds of terrible shit that, you know, we need to, we need to fucking, we got to reel this back a little bit. But if you haven't seen James and the Giant Peach, I don't give a shit how old you are. You find it. I think it's on HBO. Max, now, go, whatever it is, it's on HBO, go check it out, if you do drugs or whatever, I would, would recommend doing them about 30 to 45 minutes before you watch this movie, it'll be a million times better, um, and if you don't, then just watch it, and, you know, realize that that's where, that's where we were at in 1996, um, what else? We got the running challenge. Uh, this is probably the last week you guys are going to have to hear me fucking talk about it. Um, well, I guess next week when I actually complete it because I'm at 11 miles left. So the 500-mile challenge for the year, I am at 489.3. 
Uh, it was 97 degrees yesterday and today, so I didn't go, get out, go out and get my run in. I'll probably go um, this weekend and do a couple five milers just to just to get it over with. Just rip the bandaid off and then go ice my fucking feet. But um, then you won't have to have to hear me talk about it, in, in you know, at all. So that that's that's what that is, man. I'm telling you. Um, that's all I got for you. Let's get into some dicks of the past, shall we? Time machine function three, two, one. This is dicks of the past. All right. October 17th, we went with, uh, not too far away, we went with 2016, Dicks of the Past, let's get into it. Um, it was a Monday, not that that matters, um, people in the U.S. were listening to Closer, Closer, Jesus, by the Chainsmokers featuring Halsey. Um, I know that song, I just can't think of it, so we are going to look it up by Chain. It's funny because when this came out, even though it was only four years ago, everyone knew what the song was and most people were over it. I just forgot how it started. So I might have to, it's probably going to play an ad because that's what YouTube does. Because I'm too fucking lazy to pay 15 bucks a month for YouTube TV or whatever the fuck. But, oh, it's this one. I didn't even know it was, I thought it was a different one. I really hate this song. Yeah, I really, I really don't like that song. Um, Chainsmokers are cool though. Like I don't have a problem with them. It's just that song um, I'm not into. But that was a thing four years ago. People were watching Jack Reacher. Jack Reacher was the shit. Um, Never go back. I don't know. Is that the first one? No, the first one's just called Jack Reacher. Yeah, because that came out in 2012. And then, oh, it was a sequel. I, didn't, I haven't seen the sequel. October of 2016. Fuck me. Hmm. Maybe I need to watch this. I'm, just, I'm guessing it's a direct sequel. Plot follows Reacher going on the run with the army major who has been framed for espionage as the two reveal a dark conspiracy. So basically, Mission Impossible. I feel like Tom Cruise just does Mission Impossible. Different variations of Mission Impossible and just names them different. Or, or he'll do like a like a Edge of Tomorrow. I guess was different because that was like a, more of a sci-fi. God, Tom Cruise is the shit, except for the weirdness. Except the fact that he's weird. Acting wise, that dude fucks straight up. Like he he may not put out, you know, grade A films every time, but. F like, effort-wise, this guy, you can't ask for more. The guy does his own fucking stunts. I don't care if he does the same movie three times a year. He does them well. He makes a shitload of money at it. Then he'll just sprinkle in a Top Gun, you know, sequel every 15 years or whatever it is. Because I don't know if you've noticed, but Tom Cruise, how old is Tom Cruise? 74. No, he's 58. I bet you... Assuming that he lives to be 75, he's still going to look 58. Because if you look at Tom Cruise, even when he's like 30, he looks he looks better at 58, I would say. 
He, he might have a few more little wrinkles or whatever the fuck, but he's still like super in shape, busting his ass, working all the, working all the time, dealing, you know, fighting off the aliens with L. Ron Hubbard or whatever the fuck that guy's name was. And, you know, he's fucking out there doing the Lord's work. So I don't want to hear people talk shit on Tom Cruise anymore. Um, what else did we have? We had... If you're playing video games, you were playing Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens. Well, I try to ignore Star Wars shit outside of the original trilogy. Because those last three movies, I don't want to say were the worst movies of all time. Because I couldn't do any better. But I'm also not a, you know, a writer at all. So, you know, maybe I could do better. I just remember the last three uh, that came out. The ones, like, after fucking Disney bought them out. Uh, I saw all three of those with my Uncle Chris. And we would always meet... We don't live in the same town, so we met. We always meet halfway. It's like 15, 20 minutes away for both of us. And there's an IMAX theater there. And we would meet the opening weekend of all three of those movies. Actually, four, because we saw Rogue One as well. I actually liked Rogue One. I don't count that into the shittiness. I'm just counting episodes seven, eight, and nine. Episode seven, we went in. We were like, oh, this is probably not going to, you know, our expectations are low. So it is what it is. And then it met our expectations because they were low. Then we left. And then th three years later or next year or whatever it was, um, episode eight came out. Same thing. Opening weekend. We're like, all right, let's just, you know, maybe that was a fluke. Nope. That one sucked too. Wasn't into it. And then uh, episode nine came out. And I remember we went to that same theater. It was pissing rain outside i mean just just a shitload of rain and we park and we're walking in we don't even run in from the rain we walk in as if we're in like some dramatic film and he uh we fucking get our tickets we get like our popcorn or you know i get my red vines and my blue icy like i do pretty much every time and we sat down and i remember that moment right before the previews kick on where the lights dim and everyone goes, woohoo, and everyone's dick gets hardened for, you know, 20 seconds because they're about to go see a movie. Um, I just remember we both out loud about how loud I'm talking right now. We both just go, well, this is going to suck. And I remember us just laughing during, like, the first entire preview, like, like a bunch of, you know, middle schoolers. And uh, we sat there, we watched it, we watched it in IMAX, and then we walked out, and I don't even think we said a word to each other. We just were like, all right, buddy, drive safe, love you, peace. And that was basically it. And I will never forget that shit, because I, um, I don't know, it was fucking, it was, it was just fucking, it was just one of those things where I almost hope they keep making more, that way we can just keep the tradition alive, because, uh, I don't know, that was some good times. It was just funny, paying Paying for an IMAX theater ticket, which is like 25 bucks or whatever, and then you know it's like you, you're not even stoked to go see the movie, but you're like, well, I've invested 30 years into this franchise. Like, I'm not just going to stop watching them, you know? And then on top of that, we spend another whatever, 20 bucks, 25 bucks on, you know, candy and popcorn and, you know, pretzels and whatever else, and we know the movie's going to suck. And then we walk out and we don't even say like, so what'd you think? Like most people do. We just kept walking and it was still raining 
And I was like, all right, buddy, peace. Fucking gave him a hug, and that was it. That was fucking it. So I hope they keep making more just so we can keep doing that. But um, that was basically it for Dicks of the Past. Not not a bad one. Um, you know, I'll, I'll give that a B. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. The whole Star Wars thing kind of brought it down. But all those are those original three, before they remade them in, you know, the early 2000s or whatever, those will forever be, you know, in my in my top 20 fucking movies of all time. So, um, moving on to sports, uh, I think everyone deserves or needs to give, uh, Danny Green and all them a big apology, myself included. I'm going to go ahead and start because last podcast I was just, I don't know, I was drunk and I was upset because they lost game five. Uh, they ended up closing it out in game six. So congratulations to the LA Lakers (coughs) for getting, that number 17, baby, um, tied with the Boston Celtics for most championships uh, in franchise history. Um, I Regarding free agency and shit like that, I've been seeing some things about AD. He's going to opt out of free agency and just sign with L.A. Probably they're going to want to sign him to a, you know, a max deal, a six-year or whatever that ends up being, five-year. Um, be curious to see what happens with Rondo and Dwight Howard. Um, I will... There's talk about us trying to get CP3. I would assume that it's going to be some kind of a package deal like Kuzma, Dwight Howard, and a draft pick or something for CP3. Um, I don't even think that's enough for CP3. I if somehow if somehow Chris Paul was able to come to the Lakers with our with AD and LeBron and JaVale McGee and Rondo and that entire squad, it's going to be uh, it's, 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 it's not going to be fair. I'm just going to straight up come out and say it as a diehard Laker fan. I'm kind of, even though I'm glad they won the championship, you know, for Kobe and all that stuff as well. Like it was just drama wise. I think everyone was kind of rooting for them. I mean, the heat were fucking it, straight up. If the heat were to be LA, I actually wouldn't be that pissed to be honest with you. The way that those dudes played, like they just they kept their dicks up and their fists going the entire time. Jimmy Butler I think played all of the entire series except for like eight minutes. Um, Tyler Hero fucking completely went off. Um, no, Duncan Robinson always went. I always get those two confused. They're always they fucking I don't know. They kind of look the same. Um, so yeah, I. Uh, you know that's all good, but if they actually go through and they get they get Chris Paul, that's just that that's just, I think the whole world's gonna be like, come on, man, really, bro? Like you you had to go you had to go out and get LeBron James, and then you had to go and get Anthony Davis, which I'm fucking pumped for. I'm not mad. I'm just saying we're kind of looking like the Yankees right now. It's kind of it's kind of looking a little a little suspect. The fact that we're just buying everybody just because we had ten shitty years without even making postseason. But, um, you know, if they get Chris Paul, great. If they don't, then that's, you know, that's fucking fine too because my mind is all about baseball right now. Uh, Dodgers are really sucking dick, really disappointed with my Dodgers right now. Um, Bad pitching management all around. I'm I'm not going to sit here and act like I could do better because I can't, but um, it's uh, very frustrating to watch. As, As a Dodger fan, every October... 
It's usually when our alcohol content usually skyrockets because they usually bloat in the postseason. Uh, it sucks that it's almost always Kershaw or at least the games that he pitches uh, for the most part. Not saying it's just him at all. I do think that they should make Kershaw a reliever. Um, tough pill to swallow, obviously, but uh, I was talking about this with my uncle actually last night. Uh, he's good for about 30 pitches tops, and then the wheels just kind of come off. Um, during the regular season, you know, he can still pitch six, seven, eight innings, be completely fine. But for whatever reason, that postseason, um, I don't know. I don't know. And we're just not hitting. We had a 15 or an 11 run game in the first inning, game four, right? Game three, game four. And then, or game three. Yeah, because we just lost game four, three. And, um, and then we don't even get a hit, like, until, like, the fucking fifth inning or whatever. Like, it just makes, I don't know. There's something funky going on. But re regardless, it is what it is. Uh, the Rays and the Astros are playing right now. Uh, I'll actually look it up. But you can see Rays, Astros. Uh, Astros are up 4-1, and it's the fifth inning. So if, uh, because Tampa Bay is up 3-2, to two, if they win tonight, they close it out, go on to the World Series. If not, then uh, the Astros play tomorrow, I think, and see if they can make the World Series. And I swear to God, if they make it and the Dodgers don't, then we can bitch about 2017 all we want, guys, or 2018, whatever it was. But uh, if they win this year, I mean, still fuck them completely. Like, fuck them completely. But... If they win this year or at least make it to the World Series, then, um, you know, I have to give props or props for due. So it is what it is. We'll see what happens. UFC, uh, there are some pretty good fights on uh, today, which is Saturday. There's Jessica Andrade is fighting Caitlin Shakugian. That should be a great fight. Brian Ortega is fighting Korean Zombie as the headline main event there. Um, I would assume it's probably on ESPN. Um, NFL, as if the fucking Kansas City Chiefs couldn't be more stacked. They grabbed Le'Veon Bell at running back. So now they have the rookie running back from LSU, uh, Edwards Hilaire, I think is his last name. Uh, already blown. I've had like a his first game as a uh, in the NFL. He had like I think a three-touchdown game or a two-touchdown game. Um, it was fucking nuts. My Seahawks are 5-0. Goddamn nail-biter. Uh, against the Vikings last week, DK Metcalf came through. Actually, Russ came through for DK. Well, they both played amazing. Came in clutch in the last, like, 30 seconds. Uh, they were down, I think, five. And, <coughs> excuse me, they ended up scoring. And every, everybody was fucking happy. So that's what that is. Uh, Seahawks are on a bye week this week, so we're chilling. Album of the week. I went with DMX, uh, It's Dark and Hell is Hot, came out in 1998. Uh, funny thing about this album is that, well not funny, but the, um, the amazing thing about this album is that this is actually his second album, uh, actually his second album in the same year. So his debut album, uh, Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood, came out I think the summer of 98, and then It's Dark and Hell is Hot came out like Christmas, I think, or some shit. So it's pretty, uh, it's pretty crazy to see someone put out two records within six months, and they're both, they're both fucking great. So definitely check that out if you haven't, if you haven't listened to that. Great album. 
that's all I got for you guys. Uh, thanks for hanging out with me. As always, please spread the word on the podcast. You can find us at Cookies and Beer uh, Podcast on Instagram. And then if you want to send us anything, if you have you know a funny story or a funny video you want me to talk about or something like that, or you want to shed some light on a topic that I talked about maybe in a previous episode, you can email me at cookiesandbeer19 at gmail.com. Um, yeah, that's it, guys. You guys have a good weekend. Be safe out there. You guys be good humans. And I will talk to you guys next week. Peace.